Yo, this your boy, Chris J, listening to a new episode of Threes from the Ring podcast. I believe this is episode six, so happy to be here, happy to get past the five episode stretch, but of course, I got my A1 day one on here, Trail Sav. What's poppin'? All right, y'all, so we are in, this is what, week? Two or three of of the NBA season. I think we're like. Uh, is it three? I think we're entering week three. I think. Yes, we're entering week three. So it's like two weeks of basketball, pretty much, and it's been pretty exciting, pretty shocking, yep. and of lots of good games, lots of fun moments, and as you heard from the intro, that's if you pretty much. Um, have been lit under a rock or don't pay attention to social media, you understand that the Golden State Warriors is probably the most petty NBA super team of all time. Shout out to them for that. And continue to make Fergie's life a living hell because her ex-husband decides to say, to speak for her. And I'm like, bro, that's not going to get the pussy back. It's okay. It's fine. Hold that L. And now Fergie's getting embarrassed. Because Draymond Green and friends are extremely petty. Extremely petty. But while we're on topic of the Warriors, man, what you think of them boys, G? This They had a fun week. They had a very fun week, G. I honestly, so part of me was like, part of me was like, you know, they they depth is really, really bad. You talk to me about, you know, what they could do when people get bought out and stuff. <clears throat> before the all star breaking all that around that time. But Smith, it really shows them, Warriors collision course. It really shows like probably Steph and K D is probably the most deadliest combo in the NBA. Like up there with Shaq and Kobe. Up there with you know Bron and I mean Scotty and Mike. I think on a talent standpoint better than Scotty and Mike. Probably not as on the kind of standpoint as good as Shaq and Kobe and their primes, but you know, it's just when one of them off, KD has this thing about his pride that he's just not going to lose the game to a garbage team. It's, it's it's something really about that. Shout out to the fantasy league telling you you about to lose. It's something really about you know him like you know what Steph might be shooting three for sixteen right now. 51 on these niggas. Like, I, it, that's why KD's one of my favorite players. It's, I honestly, and in all of that team, Clay Thompson is not even really being allowed right now. And we know what he can do. He's probably averaging like 15, 16 points. Jeremiah Green looking more expendable by the day, but hey, it's hard to catch these going to stay Warriors games. So I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna treat him that bad. But, you know, you can show that they freaking center is Damian Jones. And they're whooping niggas, bro. Body. So, yeah, bodying them. And it, it shows. It shows that their team is unstoppable. It shows that in the playoffs, it might be a little bit different, especially in the West. But by that time, Boogie's going to be controlling that paint. So, it's a, a crazy team. And. I want you to talk about how good the Warriors is, but I'm going to say something about Steph. So, go ahead. 
So, like, I like like just watching this team. You got this is year three with KD and what year mm-hmm. five with with Steve Kerr. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, year five. So year three, pretty much at this point with KD, it's the huge difference maker of everything because yeah. everybody's comfortable having them on the team now. And for Steph's sake, it helps because he's learned how to be God-level Steph while KD is being KD. And that's scary. That is scary as hell. That makes up for the fact that Jonas Jarekbo is your best player coming off the bench until playoff time and playoff Iggy shows up. But it makes up for it because... Hey, we're gonna be blowing niggas out before halftime. God forbid we do our magical warriors. It's the third quarter. Let's body you. Get out out of here. Get ready to go to the club. Hit up, hit up any thoughts that's trying to mess with us. Whoop the band. And yeah, like it's scary. It's very scary because it reminds me of how back to year three of the big three heat and. Like year two was like, oh damn, okay, they 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 got it, they know how to do it now. Yeah. Year three is like, damn, damn, <laughs> it's like the chemistry's there, the the everybody knows their roles, they know how to do what they want to do and make it prosper and make it look effortless. And even though like, and the crazy thing is, Clay is struggling, Clay. Yeah. Clay is like I think shooting below 30, 33% from three, which is creepy and in itself. And like I said, Draymond doesn't need to score. Like he like you don't need to score when KD and Steph is both it can easily both drop 30. You why, why need to score? Do what you need to do. Playmate. And that's, rebound, yeah, playmate, definitely. And that's it. That's it. That's all I ask of you. And then Damian Jones, do what I ask of you. Play, play center minutes. Make sure nobody scores on us in a hole. And that's it. Plain and simple. And shout out to, like, the Warriors look dominant. Like, Steph dropped look, 50 really, this really week. You Steph know, dropped 50. They are going against a lot of East teams. Yeah, I'm not going to, you know, uh, automatically say, oh, they doing, you know, amazing. They got to go against a couple of West teams. But it shows. It, it shows. shows how comfortable they are, too. Exactly. Like, they're comfortable in knowing that they're the most dominant team in the league. Like, KD, like, I always want to go back to this interview where KD was talking about how he never going to win a defensive player of the year. And he said, because they know what we have, and they know what they what we have around. They, they know what we got in here that scares everybody. And it shows. Everybody is – they're more you trying to freaking, freaking flip four picks for one dude that's not going to help them just to even get an inch of contending. So – it's, it's, it's looking nice, man. I like what I'm seeing. But this is what I want to say about stuff. This is what I want to say about stuff. At the end of his career, he will probably be second best point guard of all time. And he will probably be top seven all time. Dude. And I know the playoffs, I know the playoffs are something different. Um, with the uh, with um, him, you know, 
not being able to show as much as what KD can do. But that's only, I mean, so, you know, do as much as KD can. But really, the only time Steph wasn't so, like, really, 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 like, you know, the stuff that we know is when he's in the finals against LeBron and in a West, uh, in a Western Conference final against KD. And one of them problems are already solved. So, Steph is good. And KD is just that added, you know, he, he got that alpha spot that he wanted. He knows Steph is the glue that, you know, brings that team together. But every person who knows basketball knows that KD's the alpha. And I believe KD's gonna I believe KD's gonna move Bird off that top five and he's gonna step in Bird's spot. Um but for Steph, top seven, like even higher than that, probably six. Just how just how he changed the game. He's a transcendent talent. What he's haven't played, he played way less games than Reggie Miller, Ray Allen, and all of them. Already about to break that record. And you can say all rules benefit and things that they say. You still got to make those shots regardless. And the way defense has to play him, it's not like James Harden where you know, okay, I got to worry about not getting a foul. You got to worry about Steph not giving a crap about your defense, period. Just, so the biggest threat once he crosses the half court line, G. Yeah, like so, <laughs> the best do. shooter do does it with ease, you know, and it doesn't help that that team has Kevin Durant on it, and that's why I'm like, you know, this, this is it's crazy. It's a guaranteed chip, barring Kawhi Leonard, barring the the, the Raptors make some type of. Good trade, and bar Kawhi Leonard saying, "You know what? I just feel like disrupting this whole thing." And I still don't want—I still don't think it happened because Boogie Cousins is going to destroy destroy uh, Valachunas and Serge Ibaka and, and Atadebayo or not? Bam Atadebayo. Uh, what's his name? Um, the freaking um, Siakam. Yeah, Siakam, and all them. So like, it. It's, it's it's amazing just to see how great that team is. What a time to be a basketball fan, one. And also, um, also, um, I can't wait till next season. I really can't. I can't wait till next season when things get really, really iffy. And the league is already turning into more and more of uh, balance, especially with, like, the the, the East is extremely – Yo, how do I get? Oh, snap. Oh, these dudes. The hell? Hold on. I'm playing Red Dead. Go ahead. Go ahead. My bad. You talk. Oh, yeah. Talk. Oh, yeah. Uh, Red Dead did drop. So I know Daytrust playing. For me, I'm playing producer role. So I can't multitask like that. But, sure. but yeah, like, I co sign with everything you're saying. Like, it's the Warriors world, regardless how intense everything's looking. And yeah. this week proved it. Like, Steph dropped 50. While everybody made a big deal about Steph dropping that 51, KD casually dropped 30. Casually. Yeah. That's yeah. 80 points right there between two players. Two players. And then the following game, KD dropped 41, and Steph casually dropped 30 himself. Yeah. 
That's another 70 points. And the game they just had, they combined for 69. Exactly. Exactly. So uh, that's that's scary in itself. That's yep. scary in itself, G. Like what 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 can you do against them? Like there's really nothing you can do but hope yeah. they have a bad shooting night. And that doesn't really happen very often because it's always gonna be somebody that's hot on that team and it's going that's keep yeah. them in the game and next thing you know, all hell breaks loose. And also, you know, even if they do lose, the the team that beat them, honestly, played a perfect. They game. played the best basketball they ever played. You know, that's how crazy that is. They played the best basketball they ever played, so that's why they won. And it's not like every time, like last year, you, they didn't really get blown out by anybody. They lost by key points. I mean, like that, like what about like probably like five, six. 10 points at the most. At most. Like, it's very rare. Like, they legit got dubbed. If they did, it was just like, fuck it. Somebody's resting. Exactly. Somebody somebody was hurt. And they were dealing with it. I think Steph, I think, yeah, I think Steph was hurt last season. Last season seemed like two years ago now. Um, But yeah, just looking at it, looking at that, that, that team, it's just amazing. Looking at Steph, I'm, at first, when I first, you know, when Steph was on the rise, I was like, man, this dude, all he shoot is threes, who off the bell. But it's, it's amazing how he plays the game. As I continue seeing him, he don't, you know, I'm always going to spend James Harden. He don't cheese fouls, you know. He gets them perfectly. And he, the way he's just changing the game in itself, it's, it's eye-opening. Uh, it is. So He got youngest one to be like him. That's great. Uh, he he gave, he 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 got the lead shook. He got it shook. It shows that hey, if you don't like your bogus old point guard, uh, go ahead and join the Golden State Warriors. <laughs> we get to that later. We'll uh, get there. But while we are on the topic of the Warriors and the league changing and Steph causing those changes, the we. Notice, like, Steph is averaging 30. He's averaging 30 goddamn points. Easily. Easily dropping 30. He's having probably one of his best years since his MVP year and since KD's been a warrior. And a rule that's been heavily more emphasized, it's not a new rule, but it's being more emphasized this year, is what was pretty much deemed the freedom of movement rule. And Mm -hmm. when you read the rule in itself, and I'm not reading my source because the source itself pisses me the hell off. So I'm not going to give it credit. But this person isn't the truth. That's all I'm going to say. And I'm mad he has a website. Uh-huh. But anyway, the NBA's updated freedom movement rule continues the league's trend toward a more offensive game that produces more highlight hit real plays more frequently. The season will be more emphasis on players not impeding the progress of players by grabbing them while they're cutting or fighting for position. And I read another article that did state that involves like pretty much not just grabbing, but just literally like bumping stuff like that. And pretty much the purpose of the rule is like when let's go back to when Cleveland beat uh, the Warriors in seven games and they blew a three one lead. Mm-hmm. Like Steph had a tough series regardless that whole series. Like, because he had to deal with 
physical. Like that Cleveland, that was the last time Cleveland ever played defense, honestly. But they also had dudes who were willing to play defense and were physical defenders like Iman Shumpert. JR was a lot more exciting on defense. And it was a couple other dudes who just were willing to play defense. And when they were came in, their sole purpose was to just get on Steph's nerves. And when you, when you, he goes through his screens, you want to grab him, you want to bump him. And that's how they played him. And it, it made it tough for Steph to get in his groove. And a lot of teams start taking pages from that where it's like, okay, if he's going to come through screens, bump him, grab him, do whatever you can to slow him down. And even a lot of teams do it on pick and rolls because the league is a lot more pick and roll heavy now as well. So with that being said, you will see a lot more, uh, like you've noticed, like strong pick and roll mm-hmm. players, like the roller, the roll man or just like somebody like Clint Capella where the Rockets run a thousand pick and rolls for their half court offense. Mm-hmm. When Clint Capella drives to the hole, he could get there a lot quicker if somebody's not grabbing him or, excuse me, uh, or like bumping mm-hmm. him out the way to stop him from getting there. What this, what them emphasizing the rule allows is pretty much you can't just grab this player. You can't just purposely bump into him. You have to like, actually like you can't like it's possible to stop it but it's going to involve a lot more proper footwork a lot more positioning maybe Mm -hmm. a lot more help defense on screens as well to prevent stuff like this and for players and for like players like Steph it's a it's 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 a blessing because oh I don't got to worry about getting snatched and grabbed thrown all over the court Mm -hmm. and all of that tripped and stuff like that when I'm going through screens cool I'm able to get my shots off easier. Steph is taking full advantage of it. He's one of those players who's taking full advantage of it, and I respect him for it. It's a rule change. You know, it's a it's a weird rule change, but it benefits teams like the Warriors, even like teams that run like a very movement based offense. So like teams like even like the Spurs, a team like the Jazz. And like that, where ball movement is key, screen setting is key, it's going to benefit them. And, yeah. I, and you see it in the standards, the records, and even certain players like stats. Well, Kimba benefited from it. Yeah, uh, Kimba too. Uh, you know, I, it's cool. It's just going to show that defense is going to have to get played better, more consistent. Uh, people like Pat Bev is going to have a hard time because that's what you do. You bump into niggas. Like that's just him. He just that's that west um, side. <laughs> west side. Yeah, so, yeah, but um, I I I personally think it's going to be good. They're going to adjust. They always adjust. The league adjustment and the hand checking was was getting taken out and all that type of stuff. So people will adjust. It's going to take time too to adjust, and hopefully, hopefully, um. It just doesn't don't make me. A lot of a lot of records is going a lot of legends records is just gonna get broken in a couple of years. Niggas <laughs> just gonna have to hold that. Um so I I don't know, Kobe record might get broken messing with people, you know, more and more scores get into the league and stuff like that. Um I believe Steph Steph could probably break it. If you get on a good if you get on a hot night, I guess a, like a Brooklyn Nets or something like that. Or I guess a team with some booty cheek guards go to like um, Sacramento or something. 
he might can break it. Ain't nobody can stop him. So, you know, but I always say against the Yes, the rule benefited him, but even if the rule wasn't benefiting him, even if that rule wasn't a thing, Steph would still be a Steph. He probably won't average 30, but he'd probably be averaging 28, something like that. Exactly. Um, that's an amazing, that's an amazing person to watch right now. Yeah, big up to Steph. No, like no Steph. hate, no hate on Steph from here, and I'm mm. still heavy on F Steph Curry, but as long as he's not doing it to my man's LeBron. Or hopefully the Bulls show some courage and don't allow him to do that to them. Damn, mm-hmm. that's, damn that's gonna happen. Oh my god, <laughs> Cameron Payne's my point guard. Damn. <laughs> and Zach Levine can't play defense. Yeah, Steph might yeah. drop eighty four this week. <laughs> <laughs> he might drop eighty. No, I'm not gonna drop eighty four. <laughs> he gonna drop. He's literally the the, the Warriors are assholes. G. Assholes. I think he's gonna he's gonna shatter his own. Um, Three point record, I believe, because he he's always he's attempted seventeen a game. You only attempt seventeen free. I mean, three pointers unless you know seventeen of them probably get knocked, and at least half of them gonna get knocked down. You know, so Facts. Facts. it's crazy. It is. Unfortunately, Cameron Payne is gonna be the victim of it this week. I hope it be it like that sometimes. Hey, bro, I don't know why that man is on my team. But <laughs> you need him. Hey, same man. reason Melo on my team. I don't know why he's on my team either, bro. You drafted him. But uh, <laughs> moving I, I on from the, uh, the Warriors talk, uh, breaking news that happened earlier today. We were all recording <laughs> on Sunday. Uh, what is today? The October twenty eighth. Mm-hmm. So you'll probably be hearing this tomorrow, Monday. But um, Tyron Lue got his ass fired today. <laughs> and like you know me and you didn't get a chance to really talk about it this morning like we did but it caught me off guard like you just gave this man a contract extension yes he won you a championship last I mean two three years ago the only championship in Cleveland history by the way and <laughs> yeah this is LeBron's team he was a LeBron guy but it's two weeks into the season, G. It's two weeks into no, the I, season. No, I, it's just too I, early. I knew it. I knew he was gonna get fired just because they changing the culture. Slowly by slowly, slowly but surely they changing the culture. Only person part of that culture that's gonna be there is Kevin Love because they need somebody to put butts in seats. They're changing the culture in Cleveland. They're trying to get a new, a brand new team because even when LeBron left, that team still was recovering from the LeBron effect. And I just think right now they're trying to even like get you know they're trying to they're trying to get this get this team to to a point where the tank won't last that long. It's go yes, it's gonna be a tank. Yeah, it's gonna hurt, but it's not gonna be like one of those god darn what Sacramento going through. It's not gonna be that. It's not gonna be like what the Clippers. I mean, not the Clippers. The um the Nets. The Nets. Uh. That hurt. The um, the uh, what's another team that's the just Knicks. the Knicks is the Knicks is going to come up. They're going to get a free. They're going to get Kemba this offseason. I'm firmly believing that. Um, so the Knicks are going to be straight. And Chris, they they let Chris Tat rest for a whole year. The Knicks are going to be straight. Oh, the Magic. Um, there we go. 
the magic. Magic, the magic, perfect. Um, extremely perfect. Um, who else? You know, stuff like that. You know, teams like that. That, that's what a Cleveland don't want to be. And then Cleveland don't want to be middle, uh, middle of the pack team, like freaking um uh, the Pistons or something. They don't want to be that team that just, hey, we ain't a lottery team, <laughs> but we also ain't contender. So they're gonna, they're gonna, they they changing the culture. It's gonna take time, of course it is. Like any other culture change is gonna take time. But what just they what what they're gonna have to do is they're gonna have to get rid of Tristan Thompson. How disgusting that contract he is. He gotta go. All those vets gotta go. How many years do he got left on his contract? Uh-huh. You can look that up. All the vets gotta go. Yeah. J.I. Smith bought out, like you said. Um, George Hill definitely gone. You re-signed freaking um, what's his name? Rodney Hood. So you with him for a while, but everybody else gotta go. Um, Let's see. LeBron did his job again. Everybody contract that needed contract. So it is what it is. Has this thing swimming? Uh, he has damage. one more year left on his deal, so it's two years left. Yeah, don't resign him. Yeah, but he's not free agent till twenty twenty. Like I doubt they resign him. I doubt it. Uh-huh. Yeah, do. But um like I get where you coming from. Like I agree they it's a culture change, but I would have waited to see like okay, I, yes, you're on six. Yeah, you're on six. So and you haven't won a game. So as an OKC. But I get like <laughs> I knew he I had, a part of me felt like he wasn't gonna finish the season and but also a part of me felt like they should at least see how he does with his own team and not a team for LeBron, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also going to the season, they were talking about, hey, we're going to try to win and still make the playoffs. That's how they sold Kevin Love on that contract extension. And mm-hmm. that's why you started George Hill over Colin Sexton. That's why you... Uh, have Kyle Korver coming off the bench and stuff like that. That's kind of also why you signed Rodney Hood again and stuff like that. So, with that being said, you if that was the case and that was y'all playing as an organization, I get going 0-6 is like, oh, sh- panic, but if that's the case, let Ty Lue start Start just start the rebuilding process. Start Colin Sexton or playing more minutes. Kevin Love is out two games. I mean, the from what I'm reading is looking like they're gonna let him rest more and more. Translation: We're tanking. Let him yeah. coach the young guys. Let Sadie and Colin Sexton run things. Nothing wrong with that. It's not gonna hurt mm-hmm. nobody. While still at the same time, let Kyle Corver play minutes because that's the only dude I see they could get anything for on that team in George Hill, but that, but that George Hill contract is horrendous. Shout out to the Sacramento Kings, but like they, it's nothing wrong with like 
the culture change. I'm again, like, I'm all for it because, like, you gotta. But at the same time, your LeBron's left. The culture changed off that alone. That's that's mm-hmm. an instant culture change. LeBron's not there, so now you you're starting a new culture. But firing yeah. Ty Lue, it, it's just to me, it's just too sudden. It came off more of a like we know we're gonna get our ass kicked. We also know he's a decent enough coach where it's like he might f up around and we win ten straight yeah. on accident. Yeah, <laughs> but, no, definitely. I also think like coming into it, I also you know I'm thinking they probably was like they probably you know we didn't hit Kalu side from it. Tyloo probably probably wanted to be like, you know, I don't want to sit on the team that's going to tank. You know, let's fight for this. You know, we'll have to be, even though I don't. Yeah, because he comes you know, off as ain't no fighting with like, he, he's a Ain't no fighting with that team. But, yeah. you, you know, so they probably had, you know, dysfunction. They probably didn't, you know, agree on what the things they want to do. I know, you know, tanking, it always seems like an option, but tanking isn't guaranteed. Agreed. You know, especially so with the some new people just don't want to sit through that. Yeah, especially through that. You know, some people just don't want to sit through that. Some people don't want to sit losing all the time. Especially players in Cleveland, where they lose. just got spoiled for, by what four straight finals appearances. They spoiled. Yeah. And then the Browns. Okay, look. Um, this is my main reason why. This is one of my top reasons why Ty Lucian got fired today. The Browns. Coach Hugh Jackson is ass. Yeah, there's no way that he should still have a job. And I'm all for black NFL coaches, but this dude is ass. He shouldn't have a job. He shouldn't. He shouldn't. He should not. He should not be the first coach fired at Cleveland Sports this week, this, this season. He should. He should not. That's true. That's it's true. true. Like, gee, like Ty Lue at least won the championship. You could have gave him the courtesy of finishing out the season, at least half the true. season, but two weeks. Gee, that's that's just my thing. Like, I, I get, see what I get coming from for that. I see what you're coming from for that. I totally do. I definitely see what you're coming from for that. Look at your horse is very causing health sports. Very fast. Okay, let me clean my horse off. But um. Looking at what you're coming from on that end, I get it. Yeah, where is the respect um, that he's supposed to have? Uh, I totally understand that. But, dang, dude just got thrown out. But, uh, honestly, it had to happen. It has to. It had to happen. I want to see where he goes from now. I'm pretty sure other teams are looking for a championship coach, so he's going to be good. Yeah, I you believe know, he's gonna get another head coaching opportunity. He like I could like I don't know who's gonna need a coach this upcoming off season, but you gotta also factor in this. Like I wouldn't be surprised he takes a year or two off because you gotta remember like like last season like he was having health problems and all of that because just the stress and stuff like that. So I wouldn't be surprised he takes a year off, like a whole year, year and a half off in the NBA before he takes another job. Just to get his mind right, get his his body right, and all of that, because like he has potential to be a good coach. Like he has really good potential to be a good coach. Like not anybody yeah. can coach LeBron, and not just anybody can coach LeBron to winning a championship, and that's tough in itself. 
Like, you got to deal with people saying LeBron's the coach. LeBron runs this. He he doesn't respect you off the bam. That that takes a lot. That takes a lot yeah. as a coach. And I feel like he's definitely going to get an opportunity. Wouldn't be surprised if he beats the Bull coach uh, next year. I wouldn't. I think. I think Fred Horberg gonna get this team to the playoffs. Like he can keep his job. That's the only thing. Like I was thinking about this early. I'm like, yo, it's like Fred Horberg might get his ass fired. Yeah, no. <laughs> like the team, like I, it, it, outside of it, like I get injuries. Like injuries is like the key problem right now with this team with the Bulls. But he might get fired. Because like the the t- they said. If there's no significant improvement with this team, he's gone. And, yeah, he could pull the, like, yo, I have no players. My key players are hurt. Lori's hurt. Bobby Porter's hurt. Chris Dunn only played one game this season. (laughs) Give me a break. Literally. Uh, Chris Dunn was both for spraying MCLs for him and Bobby Porter's spraying. Ah, darn. Yep. But yeah, like I, I definitely believe Ty Lue's gonna get another coaching job. Like, I like I don't see him totally getting ran out the NBA. Like he, he to me, he proved he can be a yeah. a head coach in the NBA. He proved it. Like I don't see him being into a contender, but I could see like a young team that has prom- a promising future. So a team like the Bulls, a team like. The Magic just got a new coach, so I don't see. Wait, no, Frank Vocal is. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I won't be surprised if Frank Vogel's fine. <laughs> Hell no, they, they're not promising. There's nothing promising about the Kings, man. <laughs> nothing promising, G. Nothing. Nah, they ain't it. Nah, nah, they ain't it. They ain't it, G. That, 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 that ain't it. Nah, that ain't it, y'all. Ain't it. But, um. I see him like I won't be surprised he ends up somewhere else, but I hope all goes well for Ty Lue in his future endeavors, though. G. Yeah. All right. What else happened this weekend? Bass. Oh, 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 yeah. Goddamn OKC being zero and four, zero and five. Wait, did they win tonight? Hold on, because this might kind of change. Of the course, dollar. they they won Man, they won. They have to win tonight. Hold on, let's see. Yeah. Oh, dang, they won by seven, so they finally won the game. Take it back. They won by how much? They won by seven. They was up by 20 or 19 or something like that. They were up. To a, uh, At one point, they were up by 20. I'm trying to. Stupid. Yeah. This was stupid. I guess uh, if Devin Booker was there, they would have lost. I strongly believe if Devin Booker didn't play, they probably uh, yeah. would have got clapped. I mean, if Devin Booker played, well, Nervous Noel got Nervous Noel had twenty points. Shout out to Nervous Noel. Shout out to DeAndre Aiden um, getting twenty points, letting D- Noel. I mean, no, Nervous yeah. Noel dropped twenty on him. Get fifteen boards too. That too. Yeah, he's young. God, he, he gotta figure it out. He'll figure it out. Um. Yeah, you can tell. Yeah. You can tell the guy Sons is a young team, bro. That hold on. Let me tell you how many steals: four, eight, ten, fourteen, two, sixteen. 
16 steals. Mm. Mm. Yeah, that's young. That's young. <laughs> the young G. That's young. Like 16 steals. That's that's a lot. That's that's 2K before the patch. That's 2K before the patch, G. Like damn. that's you going against the 76ers. Fuck you, man. <laughs> But, but, um, but it's time to have a dialogue about OKC. So mm-hmm. this week, Russ came back. I believe was it last week? I forgot. But yeah, they, but they had a game against the Boston Celtics, and mm-hmm. they were up by twenty. Lead most of the what game. Smashing them, smacking them. Kyrie was trash. Kyrie's been we'll trash. Yeah, we will get back to that too. But these dudes cannot finish games when you have Russell Westbrook mm-hmm. thinking he is Steph Curry with the a gold limitless range badge shooting threes. When all you need to do is drive on Al Horford's head top. Well, give Paul George the damn ball. Like they had no business losing that game. No business. No business. And, you and if I ever see Westbrook chuck up a three and there's 20 seconds left on the shot clock, please. Donovan Frank, what's that they coach named Donovan Frank? Uh, Billy Donovan. Billy Donovan. There we go. Take his ass out. <laughs> Where was Dennis Schroeder too? By the way, and I think he was on the floor. I think he was on the floor. Dennis Schroeder kept him in the game, I believe. I believe he, he, he had a good game. He had a decent I, game, I but I did not remember him being on the court. And it's stupid because. The, I feel like the main purpose I have Dennis Schroeder on that team is during crunch situations when you have him on the court with Russ and Paul George, at least he brings the ball up the court. Let mm-hmm. the offense get set up. Once he crosses the half court line, then Russ takes the ball. Let <laughs> Russ do his things. At least that way Russ has time to figure out what, what kind of stupid sh- I'm going to do this possession. I wonder – I need to. I wonder if, like, you know, only person I give it to is Brian because Brian, you know, is Brian. Well, I wonder if some people are going to know that that ISO play is not going to work all the freaking time, Joe. The ISO in twenty seconds left, yo, just sw- just start screening, bro. Like, don't let the offense like, flow. Yeah, it's close. They still had the lead. Uh, I think King. they still had the lead. Yeah, no, 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 no. It was, uh, I think they was back. The first three, I think they was down by one. Oh, they was the first three. They was either tied or down by one. The second three, that when he just chucked the ball up, it was twenty freaking seconds left. I think that was to uh to put the game in overtime. Uh, that play was was so dumb. Plenty of time left when he shot that three. I know that three solidified they were going to lose. I said we're gonna count for the overtime, but the Celtics were gonna get a point either. Paul George gonna like to make it down, but you know, uh, undermanned Celtics because Gordon Hayward and Kyrie is not having their best game. You getting bodied by Jason Tatum? Cool, live with that. 
you first thing you think of is to just chuck a three. You didn't even With try to switch Kyrie on you. You have 20 seconds left on the shot clock. You didn't even try to switch Kyrie on you. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shoot, switch broken leg Hayward on you. Like, do something. And you just pop up a three like in less than four seconds. It's weird. Uh... uh it makes no sense in my butt, but it's Westbrook, so niggas gonna say he playing with intensity. Um, nobody's here. People just talk about them losing. Nobody's well. I heard a lot. A couple people talk about the his ass shot. You know, Paul. If Paul Pierce say he don't know what your team is anymore. You got to hold that. But I personally think that one thing Paul George made the worst decision because of your ego, and two, and like nigga, you said you made a pack with Russell Westbrook or something. Uh, or you, your love for Wilson Westbrook or whatever, you know, loyalty and whatnot. Yo, you should have known that loyalty in the NBA is a little dead at the moment. Like, nobody stays with anybody. Nigga, it's a reason the second best player on the planet said, uh-uh, I'd rather go play with the Warriors and 50-50 chance of becoming second fiddle to Steph Curry because they passed the ball. They got good ball movement. And you went to Russ is like an AI, Allen Iverson, or anybody else that's a one-man wrecking machine. That's it. Just put a bunch of shooters around him. He probably won't win no chip. And then when he's getting old and gray because his his whole game is through athleticism, I'm giving about five more or whenever that contract is. Okay, see, let that nigga go to a contender and get some petty rings. Get some, get some goddamn, you know, freaking whatever type ring. So, OKC, I mean, OKC is in a rough patch. They probably beat a freaking AC. I don't see, I don't care what anybody, oh, it's too early in the season. We'll have to be. If it's too early in the season for OKC, it's too early, it's too early in the season for LA. Because niggas judging LA like it's goddamn March. Exactly. So, so like, if it's too early in the season for OKC, it's too early in the season for LA. And I want to hear it. So I see to be the AC. Freaking Spurs was playing without taking like <laughs> two players, and they doing okay. So they can do it too. I know they miss Andre Robertson still because his I think it was his ACL tear. But when he get back on the court, hopefully no Achilles. Well, it, it Achilles. Achilles. Uh, okay, we won't be seeing him defense, too long. So. Yeah, you know I, I'm saying, but like hopefully they defense get better with him and Paul George. Things of that nature because I just don't want to. Me personally, I don't want to see that team fail because I'm a good, I'm a big fan of Paul George. But Paul, I understand if he didn't want to go to LA, that's cool. You could have went to Philly because Philly needs you right now. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, I know you wanted to make that money. I understand, but you becoming the best player. Or, like man, look what happened. Look, look the whole time, G. Look what happened to Kyrie when him when he was robbing to LeBron. Got a got a freaking shoe. He got his own shoes. Got a he got a movie now. I'm not saying that's because of Braun, but you know he'll be in the because he wouldn't be as big as a star in, in Cleveland right now. As he would have been if LeBron didn't come back. That's just facts. He wouldn't have been another Kimba because Cleveland don't know how to freaking build a team around somebody. Can't. So I want to see how they gonna build that team around Kevin freaking Love and Kyler Sexton. That's need to hit him up. But um yeah. Russell Westbrook, he's like AI. Or like, 
Like AI. Put some defenders and some shooters around him. And let him average a triple double for the rest of his life. <laughs> Until Steven Adams can't get the rebounds unless you know he uh he has got darn ten rebound count. And now y'all can shit on fifty fifty. But you know, that referee but he, he's just not he he's too much of a hopefully he grows into that aspect of like, you know, wanting to show the ball and stuff more. Hopefully he grows. Because I don't want to see nobody, you know, not need their full potential. And plus, he's going to have to learn how to, you know, take good shots and things like that. Because athletic people with that pure of athleticism plays that hard don't last that long in the league at a, you know, at a, a superstar level. So, and with every team getting better, you know, he got to, he got to, he got to. Work harder, uh, you know. Realize that you really got to take every real shot. If you think, if you're a superstar, think you know 100% of the time I have to make that shot. In the words of God, knowing Draymond Green, nigga, you ain't Kobe, <laughs> like you ain't Jordan, you ain't you know you ain't one of your stuff. It don't have to guarantee go in your hand. Westbrook, you can pass the ball. Nobody's gonna knock on your legacy if you pass the ball going against the god darn Celtics in the, the freaking the fifth game of the season or fourth game of the season. So, you know, hopefully they get it together. I still don't want to hear it's no it's too early crap because you got other teams out here looking like they in freaking playoff form. So it is what it is. Uh I don't see them. I don't now it's trash and so many teams look. It's like a, a bad bad for the Lakers Cedar and they go against each other tomorrow, I believe. Lakers versus OKC, so that should be a good game. No, not tomorrow. It's not tomorrow. It's no. the day after this. Hold on, Tuesday. No, it's the Clippers versus OKC. Who goes like who they go against Monday? I, who the Lakers go against tomorrow? I well, swear I to God, see the, I do not see the Lakers anywhere. Until they go against, no wait, the Lakers got Minnesota tomorrow. Oh yeah, Minnesota, Minnesota, Minnesota. I don't know how they got that mixed up. RP the cat and Jimmy Butler. Can, I, can we talk about Jimmy Butler now? No, you can talk about say for before, a long time. Yeah, uh, this, 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 I'll let you get give your Jimmy bars out. Let's go. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, one Jimmy Butler gotta go. Tips. Your job depends on you getting Jimmy Butler out. Right now, I still believe Tibbs is going regardless. Right now, you Ooh, that's Jimmy Tyloo to the Timberwolves collision course. Yo, I'm down. You have to, you have to, how you say, you got to get rid of the trash. It's because of Jimmy Butler that cat he's took cat's heart. I don't wonder what he gotta be a man. Well, the band, you bro, you I don't care how much. I'm pretty sure I said this last week. I can't play with no dude that said that stuff about me. On the same team. He's young. Cat's like 21, 22. You know, I don't expect him not to to be Oh well, I'm a rough man. Well the bear. I'm gonna go ahead and do what I got. No. Like you 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 messed he he single handedly messed up a team. If the Rockets trying to give you four picks, get those four picks. Your season over with anyway. Just hold that. 
you know, just hold it. Uh, if the, you know, if, if, and if all else, if you want to kick Jimmy Butler in the dome, send that nigga to Charlotte. I'm pretty sure it's Charlotte to give you something for it. You know, like, you don't have to, you don't have to sit there and hold that, you know, because he's going to leave next season anyway. And it's not about the, at this point, it's not even about the team playing hard. It's about the money. That's what it's about. The money. That's what he hurt. It's not about the youngest play hard. He's hurt because he saw Cat get $190 million. And they still ain't, you know, they probably offered him like what? They offered him uh, 80 like or something. 120, I think. You know, and he hurt. Because if you want to talk about playing with intensity, nigga, Harden don't play defense. What you thought this was? Nigga, if it ain't Chris Paul, a little bit of BJ Tucker, and Clint Capella, you ain't getting nothing from nobody. So what, what you thought this was? Like, come on, man. You ain't getting the ball that you want. That, that, you ain't, you ain't going to be a third option. And that's if CP3 don't want to dribble the shot clock out and make, make a contested three. So, like, real talk. At this moment, you are... Mid. I'm, I'm like, he's probably the midest superstar of them all. I'm keeping it real. Keeping it real. He's probably the midest superstar out of all the all stars. Out of like real talk. Even Damon. Yeah, I think he's I think he's worse than Damon score. Even though he get he got locked down by Rondo and them. Damon's more marketable. Dame is he is bringing a team to the playoffs by himself and a little bit of C.J. McCullough. Uh, consistently, even if they get knocked out the first round or not, he's consistently taking to the playoffs. We're not going to knock it off Kimba's freaking, you know, Kimba's his superstar if he can't take the Charlotte while Dame taking a kind of a, a little bit of a better team to the playoffs. So, you know, I'm putting him over Dame. I mean, I'm putting him on the day. Like, mm. Yeah, he's a two-way player, and I'm going to say two in a stick. Because keeping it real, who is he locking down as a superstar? When the quarter called him and DeRozan, when, when he was guarding DeRozan, I think the season opener, DeRozan still ball. There's video footage of Kawhi Leonard giving him the mitts. Not mitts, but them things. Like, so yeah, he's a two-way defender. Don't get um, a two-way player. And some people sometimes get grit confused with defense. Yeah, if a nigga play with, like, freaking grit and, oh, he's going out to lose balls and stuff. Yeah, he's just a gritty old player. That don't mean he's an instant lockdown. Bump him. He's still, he's still there when, when, when Brown was running his nuts out across those moves, he still had balls drop 28, 30 points. Wow, getting 8 and 8. Like, this, this, this is nothing. Like, what, what, what? He's, it's just, they're not going to get a lot for him. So just, just get him out of them for what the win. If you gotta get a bag of chips, get a bag of chips. And that nigga the Clippers, you got a lot of assets from the Clippers. You think you bring him to the Clippers, that's not gonna make him a playoff team. Who you gonna what? Who's gonna be his best? You think best player? Tobias Harris? I think that point guard that you have to last year is hurt. 
I don't even think they play him. I don't remember seeing Tia Dosich on the court. Matter of fact, hold on. They they're playing right now. Let me see. They stat. They are beating the Wizards. Uh, don't I, I don't want to talk about the Wizards this episode. We'll talk about yeah. the next episode. <laughs> Oh, talk about them niggas. Uh, oh no, like I don't. I don't even see, oh wait, yeah, he he played f- he, as a right now in the third quarter, going into the third. Well, five, six minutes to the third quarter, he's played five minutes and thirty four seconds. That's stupid. But they got a log jam in the guard position as a whole. Like you got Avery Bradley, yeah. Pat Beverly, uh, that rookie they drafted this year, uh, Gilgis Alexander. Then you got yeah. Lou Will. And then you got Tia Dosich. Like, you got hella guards on that team. I don't even know why they jacked Tia Dosich. He's supposed to have been a point guard of all point guards, but I think they hear that. Um, I guess they didn't expect that. Yeah, they have to expect it. I definitely love that team. Um, look, okay, Jimmy, you're a good player, but in the words of my man Draymond Green, nigga, you ain't Kobe. I'm not even the biggest Kobe fan. But what I mean when I say that is some things that you demand that you're just not going to get. These young guns are better than you, bro. He knows. They, that hurt at your pride. That. On, that, that hurt at your pride. He's on record saying he knows they're better. Well, it's not really on record saying that. He said, oh, he said something about like Cat. Oh, he has to, I mean, Cat, you know, he got the highest son and whatever he said about Williams. He's not saying that they're better than him. He's just saying that's what people say about them. He didn't personally say Cat and Andrew Wiggins are better than me. He was just acknowledging them. I'm not even, I don't even think he that type of nigga to say that. But to an extent to to this situation, get him out of Minnesota. Nigga, no one, nobody wants to be in Minnesota. But get him out of Minnesota. Get him out. Send him somewhere. You either send him somewhere bogus or send him somewhere. The Knicks can give you stuff. The Knicks got a heck of stuff they can give you. Nigga, no, you're not getting Chris Tapps. You could probably get Tim Hardaway Jr. out the deal. That's a decent score. Probably get Tim Hardaway Jr. out the deal. Probably get a couple picks. And guess what? He can lead that team to the playoffs in the East. Cool. Get him out the West. That brings spotlight back to the Knicks. Send him to Miami. You could probably get Josh Richardson out the deal. Nice defender. Miami does not want to get rid of Josh Richardson. They love that. Yeah, nigga. I don't think they want to get rid of. I don't think they want to get rid of Justice Winslow either. Could be. Man, they not get rid of Deion Waiters. Sure, but like you can get them. You can get get the nigga up out of there. I. Right? That's it. That's all. Like just get him up out. Get him a Tim's job is gone, like because he's he's handling this situation so poorly. How you gonna let a man that trashed your team then get then left the, even though I think that guy Dars that story is freaking oversaturated head. Let the guy Dars third string you get beat by the third string or whatever and all that and you let him play opening night you let him play. No, sit the nigga, sit him. If he don't if he don't play, he don't play, nigga. Like what? What is you playing him for? Y'all not winning games. No, worst record of the Lakers right now. They're both actually two and double... four. Oh, Lakers in? Well, the Lakers gonna win in this game. Cause the Lakers go against who again? 
they go against the Timberwolves tomorrow. Looks good with that game. So, if I'm gonna say is this: if Cat lets Javale outplay him tomorrow, it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen because they're playing heartless, and it's not because it's not to the extent of what Jimmy Butler said. No, it's to the extent like they have it's toxic. It's a toxic base. Like, nobody wants to be around toxic stuff. I mean, I'm pretty sure they're not talking. Unless it's about the ball. Like, you, they have no camaraderie no more. Because you talk to the media about me. You didn't come to me about me. Like, come on. Like, that's stupid. They created a to- He created a toxic base. And he's not helping no contender get anywhere. You put him on anything, nigga. You put him on Boston. Boston still get beat by the Warriors in seven. Like, what the heck? Are you, is a no. Just get rid of him. He's not gonna help you contend. You're gonna get knocked out in the first round, just like last year with him on the team. Your team didn't change. So what's the point of keeping him? Get something for him. Get your younger pieces. This guy, y'all, cat. This guy, y'all, cat, and Wiggins got y'all playing to still three years from when you need to start worrying about the stuff. So, come on, like what the heck? Before it gets to the point of of, of niggas just not gonna want to play. You're just gonna be obscurity, and then you're gonna be last in the goddamn league, not making a play, probably middle of the rut. You in a spot that the Memphis Grizzlies supposed to be in, just chilling, with no goddamn, not a lottery team, not a team, not a contender team. You just there, and you gotta hold that. And then Jimmy Butler leaves you anyway for a contender or for a goddamn team that they can build around him, and you still and you still gotta run. Stupid! It's stupid! It's really really stupid. So, ah, it's just stupid. Everybody's handling this situation wrong. Jimmy handles it wrong. Tim handles it wrong. The owner is the only real nigga out this whole entire situation. Cause he said, "I'm getting this nigga out of here." I'm talking to the owners, Tim. And now Tim's job is gone. And another thing to the league: quit making the coaches the goddamn, the freaking the the president of basketball and stuff like that. Like they job is already stressful. That now they gotta worry about getting people on the. T- Stop doing that, dude. Just hire a GM or something, Joe. Like when they do that, when they do that dumb stuff. That takes me off. Cause now, you know, when when you fire Tibbs, you're gonna have to find a coach and a GM. Big so, facts. shout out to Tyronn Lue, 2019, 2019, 20, 20 season. But, of man, that's all I gotta say about Jimmy Buckets, bro. Like, come on, even Chicago didn't walk in. When Chicago let the nigga walk. That should tell you something. You go right. And now look. You traded Zach Levine. Look what he's doing in Chicago. He's dropped 30 or close to 30 in every game but one where he dropped 20. And that was the team that got their ass kicked that game. So. Look what he's doing. Look what he's doing. Hey, man. Like, you know, you told no lies. Like, I've been screaming. Let the man go. If a player is screaming, let me go. Let me go. Yeah. Tibbs is like that like that girlfriend 
where it's like the guy doesn't want to be there no more. He doesn't. He he literally ignores your text messages. He he forgets to he forgets oh. your the monthly anniversary day. Uh, he doesn't uh. even he doesn't even talk about you around his friend about you about, with the friends and stuff like that. He and all of that, and you you keep pushing the envelope. You you you're buying this nigga a car. You're buying this nigga the new Jordans, the Yeezys, and shit. And he he hasn't even got you a damn large fry from Harold's with mild sauce on it. He couldn't get you mild sauce in your veins. That's what Tibbs looks like. Trying to keep Jimmy on this thing, and at the end of the day, everybody ends up hurt because dude is gonna look like an asshole because he's been trying to get out, but he himself just appreciates the Yeezys and shit, and the food, the car, and stuff like that. But he's gonna look like an asshole, and then she's gonna be hurt, scorned, and. The angry woman shaming this man and throwing everything that she did, she bought in his face and also social media's face. But you did all those things and you lose. And it's a lose-lose situation for everybody. But all I know is to kind of close this discussion down, uh, all I'm going to say is the Rockets, you'll be some damn fools if you give four first-round draft picks for Jimmy. I don't know what his middle name is. Butler. Some fools. Some fools. Jimmy, I'm not worth four draft picks, Butler. Kyrie wasn't worth four draft picks. He wasn't. There's not that many people worth for draft picks. There's only I'm gonna name five players, and honestly, it's going it's probably more like four players that's worth four draft picks: LeBron, KD, Steph Curry, Anthony Davis, and I'm I'm I kind of want to throw Greek Freak, but Greek Freak's more like three draft picks. But we're talking <laughs> four. Four draft picks. It's guaranteed LeBron, Steph Curry, Anthony Davis, KD. After that, nah. Nah. I'm sorry. Nah. Nah. Yeah. Yeah, I understand. I can pretty much what you're saying. But yeah. So, moving on. The Rocks, you'll be some damn fools. Tips. Let Jimmy go. Jimmy, mm-hmm. please say something to Cat. Please. So, anyway, um, let's go into wrestling because we've been talking about basketball for an hour. So let's at least get some wrestling. So wrestling yeah. this week started on a extremely, extremely sad, sad note. So Monday Night Raw opens. We get our weekly dose of the Shield opening up the show. You hear, damn it, damn it, damn it, damn it. You know, and. It's different this time. Roman Reigns comes out in street clothes with his hair in a ponytail. And you're sitting there wondering, like, yo, what the hell? 
he's just standing there soaking up the booze. And you can just tell it's just like something's emotional about the man. And then he just goes on and says, Hey, this is not Reigns. This is Joe. My name's Joe. My name's Joe. <laughs> it's kind of funny because he, yeah. he used the name that that's his middle name technically, but I understand you don't yeah. want to say the Samoan name. So, hey, I don't blame you, Joe. But, um, and I was like, uh oh. And he pretty much says that he that he's been battling leukemia for the past eleven years because he got it back when he was playing uh, college and at Georgia Tech and all of that, and that he that it left remission and he's dealing with it again, and that's heartbreaking because I'm a Reigns guy, mm-hmm. like I'm a Reigns guy, like. I go hard for a Roman at all times. I was looking forward to what he was going to do with the belt to see if they were actually going who who's going to who they're going to feed him to and stuff like that. And just to hear that cancer literally is going to prevent that and prevent me seeing like one of my favorite superstars in wrestling to not do his thing hurts. And I, I'm sure it hurt him. It hurt. It hurts. Everybody's losing in this. The fans, the company, and even yeah. Roman himself because, like, for one, fuck cancer. Fuck cancer, yep, G. Definitely. On the real. And it sucks. Like, it, it really sucks at the end of the day. And all I can really do is just uh, give my prayers out to Roman for a full recovery. He's, and a a full recovery, but also just like a fast recovery as well, because nobody deserves to deal with that. And nobody deserves to have that type of stress on his life. I also pray for his family as well, because, because yeah. like I, in my family, I like cancer has done a lot of damage to my family, especially on my mom's side. So I know yeah. how it affects family and all of that. So, I'm definitely feeling for the man. I'm praying for him. I'm praying for his family. But it's definitely a hurt to the WWE as a whole. Yeah. Uh, with me, you know, I've always been a fan of Roman. And I know I trashed him probably on a couple of episodes of the pod. You know, and that's just because of the way they booked him. And me being a, me, you know, me being a fan of the product. You know, but, you know, my little story, Roman, I became a fan of the guy. Not not so. I became a fan of the guy when he was in the shield, and he was just he'd come in, get the hot tag, ooh, game over. Not always was the biggest fan of the Superman punch, but that's neither here nor there. Um, and to see him, you know, go through this adversity after adversity. I still don't agree with some of the books and change, but nobody deserves to go through And, you know, he's going to be the biggest face when he comes back, but I hate for this to be the thing that generally he'll be coming to face. Um, so, you know, hopefully the WWE can, as a business, it won't hurt them. Because you know, Reigns was that guy. And that guy posted, you know, 
get them, generate them more money, generate them more sponsors. That's why he was always on top. He had the face. He can be on the breast cancer awareness stuff. He can do all that type of thing that you need your star to do. So it's, it's just crazy. And I hate to see what's happening to him happen to him. Hopefully, just hopefully, he can um, recover from this stronger than ever, come back stronger than ever. I uh, hope he don't lose his hair. That's, that, that sucks. But, um, you know, and just and beat cancer, you know. And, you know, and it won't be a kick out of the tooth. I'm going to never get pinned. He won't be careful to squash cancer, put it like that. Don't put cancer over. Uh, it's leukemia, but, you, you know, quick fact. Uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar had leukemia. He found it. He beat it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Roman can do the same. And I'm in total belief in that. And, you know, I just hope Roman, I just hope he does better. I mean, not, I just hope he gets better, not does better. hope he gets better. I hope, I just wish the best for him. I really do. And how are we talking about it? Because, you know, Roman was, was a, my first WWE t-shirt I ever got was a Roman Reigns. And I've been a fan for years. And Kayla bought it from me, so I said if I got me that t-shirt. Because she knew how much of a fan I was of him. And, you know, the Brooklyn kind of had me sour taste throughout the, um, throughout the rest of his, uh, the rest of his one. But all in all, you know, he helped that company get where that company needed to go. Throughout the time when Cena was transitioning out, he was still there, you know. And I know they, they put, they shut him down his throat and all throat, but, and, you know, Roman was a good guy. And he, he went and hearing all the stories about Roman, like being the guy, is amazing. Like all the stories that we hear, you know, indie, indie, a lot of indie wrestlers I talk about, you know, Alistair Black, somebody really in social media like that, he's talking about him and all that type of stuff. So just to hear all of that, it's amazing. It's amazing. And I'm glad to see that he. You know, he's getting all the love and all the support. I was looking for the best moment. Like Chris said, F character. It did a lot for my family too. My auntie, my grandpa, my great auntie. All them daughters. Character. So, um, you know, hopefully. And I'm knowing that he would get better. And, you know, F character. And prayers for Roman. Yep. People saying it's gonna be a couple of year, uh, a year at the least. You know, when he come back, everybody that that title going on him. I needed to go on the first pay per view. Shove him down our throats. What's going on? Nah, we can say something on that. All right, but moving forward, the WWE as a whole is kind of in the trouble because of. Like, this is a big loss. And yeah. Because this is the guy. Like, this is your, this is your man's. And 
it took us a minute to get here because of the damn Brock Lesnar situation and stuff like that. But yeah. we finally got it, and then this happens. And then now yeah. you have, like, you got to factor in. Kevin Owens is hurt right now. And now you lost Roman Reigns, and then, so, and then, like, who do you have? Like, now you got to find a creative way to, with the, because as far as I know, Crown Jewel is still happening. It shouldn't. Vince McMahon, it shouldn't. It should not happen. Especially if you're a WWE journalist, please don't go over there. They're killing journalists there. But at the end of the day, they're in a tough spot because clearly it's going to be Braun versus Brock in a singles match for the belt, the vacating belt. And I feel like they should just let that be a regular singles match because it's no believable way I'm about to see this version of Braun Strowman, by the way, who's out here getting Claymore kicked to hell. Like, he's not getting up after these Claymore kicks, by the way. He's getting kicked hard as hell. So this version of Braun is not about to beat, make me, there's no way, especially now that he doesn't have his crew, that's going to make me believe that he can defeat Brock Lesnar and win the belt. It's no way. So what you want it back on Brock? No, hell no. I, I'm not saying that. No. No. I'm just saying there's no believable way for me to, for, like, of course, Brock is going to walk out of there with the belt. Or it ends in no contest. I don't contest. know who walking out there with the belt. Or yeah, it ends in no contest. I think that's I think probably the best, no most logical way. It ends in no contest. You continue, Brock Lesnar gets X out the story again. And then that way you can at least, like, because clearly it seems like this damn World Cup is still going to ha- uh, happen regardless. But yeah. you can at least do something where it's like, okay, we clearly know we're about to have a a, a Braun versus uh, Drew McIntyre storyline. And then you never know way how this World Cup may go. And we're about to get to the uh, Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins situation shortly. How they may fit into the equation as well. Because... Like, it's easy to just throw it on Braun, but okay, you threw it on Braun. Who are you going to, who, who besides as of right now, Drew McIntyre can beat him? Seth Rollins, easily. Bobby Lashley. I don't want to see Bobby Lashley with the belt. I don't give a damn how good not Leo Rush is trying to push to him down our throats. It's not, it's not what you don't want to see, all right? It's about the man, the Mr. Legend, Baba Lashley. That ain't about what you don't want to see. Nah, that ain't him. it, y'all. And what he's going to bring to the table. This is Bobby Lashley's world. We all just living in it. What? What? Right? What? Remember that. Nah, nah. If, if, we, if he had it his way, we'd all be wearing Nike gear then. That's it. But in all seriousness, I think the way it's going to go, but I, I wanted to end in no contest and because and, Drew getting the belt helps it. Braun just needs the belt because just to finish the project of Braun Strowman. And I don't care if the title's long. I really don't care if the title reign is long or not. It's crazy that the title, none of the title reigns has left. Well, 
Except for Brock Lesnar. But no title reign has really lasted longer than 155 days. Um, but didn't Kevin Owens has has the second longest running with the belt? Technically, yeah, but it wasn't, it wasn't that long because you know after he won it, a pay per view, Bill Goldberg. I thought it was two pay per views in Bill Goldberg. Who we going get? I won't. If remember. it's two pay per views, that's sixty days. I don't remember. I could have sworn he had that a little longer. I don't know. Like Kevin Owens belt. reign, like Kevin Owens title reigns, are always weird because they always flow well into each other. So, like, I'm probably thinking he won it, then the IC belt or IC belt, then he won the Universal belt or something like that. So, all his title uh, reigns always flood into each other. Yeah, Kevin Owens also. That's the guy. Um, oh my God, I ain't got nothing for this horse. Um, I gotta put that in the horse on there. Uh, what about to say? But in all honesty, <coughs> I want to see Drew. Drew got to get the belt on him. Let him beat Brian. Brian get a nice run into Royal Rumble. Uh, no, that's twenty two pounds. Brian get a nice run till. Elimination Chamber or Mania. I can see him Mania. Mm. He drops the belt. You don't want to see him in Mania with the belt? No. He's a, he's a bigger star. Ain't nobody else you can put the belt on at Mania. Mm. I have a theory, but I'll let you continue run with yours right now. You put the belt on Drew. Drew can drop it to... Dean's in the IC title. So Drew can drop it to Finn. He can drop it to... Bobby Lashley. He can drop it to... We can drop it to to uh, Rollins because nobody can beat Braun except for Drew and Bobby Lashley. And I don't want to see Bobby Lashley beating Drew McIntyre. I mean, beating Braun Strowman. So I don't even want to see Bobby Lashley in our company. It's not that um, it's not that I'm you know uh, a hater or anything. It's just it's just. I don't want to see Bobby Lashley. I will keep it real. I'm I'm going to keep it buck. I just don't want to see Bobby Lashley. Keep it one ch- I'm going to keep it one chunk. But, um, yeah, I, I don't want to see, you know, that's the thing about not having a Roman. You put the title in this, you put on Brian, it's nothing's believable. Like I, I can't see Finn Kude growing Braun Strowman and winning that match. <laughs> if Braun don't get up, Braun gonna hit up. Braun gonna get up like Undertaker and say, "I'm not finished with you yet." Uh, and they give freaking, them hands. Yeah, give them hands. You got people from NXT that's gonna come up soon. So maybe Alistair Black can take it over, bro. Ain't Alistair oh, Black no. the same size as Finn Balor? Nah, Alistair Black. He's taller. Because he's way taller than Johnny Gargano. I know that. And Johnny Gargano. And Johnny Gargano is stock. Smaller than, a little bit smaller than that. Um, yeah. Uh, them dudes might go back in. Nah, they might be going back to a tag team. Because, you know, Johnny Gargano heel right now. Yeah, I know. So, he might go back to a tag team. And then chop a trailer. They're going to create that chopper heat. 
that we are. Uh, 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 but yeah, man. Well, even Chopper coming up, I can't see Chopper. Chopper. No. Greatest he nope. on the man. Nope. I will never see that man got down beat down nope. Strowman. Nope. 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 So you put yourself in a situation that you might have to bring people from SmackDown over. I can see AJ beating Braun because it's freaking AJ. It's AJ. Uh, yeah. Who else on SmackDown at the top? SmackDown ain't got that many faces. Exactly. But, uh. <laughs> we you know, know this. Yeah. I can't see Daniel Bryan doing it. I can't see nobody from NXT doing it except for probably Addison Black. Velveteen Dream would be cool. So Velveteen Dream, yeah. I don't see him going over, uh, Braun. It's just uh, you bring the, you know, you bring the white, you put the white family back together, excluding Brian, you have Bray Wyatt beat him for the belt for the interferences and stuff like that. That'd be cool. That'd be fun and different. Bray yeah, Wyatt, Bray Wyatt, too busy getting them JoJo cheeks. And I respect yeah. it. <laughs> no, the SPSCA confirming that he just took an L to me, by the way. Um, <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, it's weird. That fantasy situation is definitely weird, and it's hard for the build stars like a beat, like because a lot of people are so small right now. Mm-hmm. It makes Brian look weak. So, yeah, like that's the main problem is a lot of your your best talent. Are small as hell and they're extremely small and the only believable person was Roman and unfortunately you can you can throw Braun Strowman in there and of course the man with the ironclad contract Big Show but after that yeah but my ideal vision would be it like at this point like you have to end the the crown jewel match between him and Brock no contest mm-hmm. and then you start a little tournament or whatever where somebody like going to Survivor Series for the belt I feel like I hear what you're saying that Dean is going to get the IC belt but I feel like it's going to lead to a more like Dean is going to cost them the belts. Like, it's already evident they're not about to hold those tag team belts. But I think I think Dean is going to cost Seth the IC belt as well. I don't know the who. It might go back to Dolph Ziggler. We don't know. It's, it's, rumors, that, it's, it's rumors that Dean and, and Seth uh, are headlining um, Helen, no, not TLC in the steel cage match. See? Like, I feel and like with that they and like depending on how that goes. So like you have so like you take the belts off Seth. Seth. So like he doesn't have no IC belt. He doesn't have the uh, tag team. They don't have tag team titles. Okay. Yeah. So then you you could go into that uh, the Universal Title ch- uh, tournament. Neither one has a belt. They're in separate brackets at least. It will lead to one of the two having to fight Braun. It's going to lead mm-hmm. to one of the two fighting Braun. And I'm pretty sure it's going to be a Braun and Drew McIntyre match in there. 
Brian beats Drew in order to solidify Dean. Because I feel like those two is going to fight for the belt. It's At this point, it only makes sense for one of those two to have the belt and more, and more likely being Seth and you get that emotional moment that he did it for Roman and all of that. But as of right now, I think Seth Rollins makes the most sense and it makes it more believable because, yes, for Braun Strowman's run, it makes sense. He will get a title run. I, he's eventually going to have his title run. It's going to happen in due time. It's 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 a collision course. But he also doesn't need a belt either because how his character's built up. It's like, it's kind of like, like, yeah, Undertaker had his fair share of title reigns, but he was always like that dominant force. You get it? Yeah. Big Show had like he had a couple of title runs, but we he necessarily never needed the belt because we knew Big Show was that nigga. Stuff you like that. Nigga. Yeah, like so it's just like like those even Kane Kane is a perfect example. Kane only had like what two three heavyweight title like world title runs, yeah. but we always respected Kane as like he old yeah. like if if you put him in the main event scenes like oh okay, so. Yeah. So it's like Braun necessarily doesn't need the belt and all of that. Like he can't yeah, be a monster. I'm a yeah, I'm like yeah, he's like he's built to be a monster. So it's like he's always going to be in the scene as well. And then also allows you to yeah. like not be in that awkward situation. You give him the belt, but you only have like one, two, if three people who can honestly beat him. And all of that, mm-hmm. and or you at least put a believable match because I don't want to see Finn and Braun. No, because I don't. Mm-hmm. I really don't because he he's going to run that man over, literally. Yeah. I don't want to see him against God dang on like who, like it's it's a lot of people. I just don't like Dolph. No, I don't like. It's only a <laughs> few people, and Drew is believable. Bobby Lashley, unfortunately, is believable. And Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose is believable. But it's like we never seen any of them besides Drew McIntyre put Braun out. And that's the problem. Mm-hmm. So I believe like it's going to lead to a Dean Ambrose, Seth Rollins fighting for the Universal title eventually. Seth wins. Then they separate him for a little while. But we end up getting them fighting that mania because I don't see Dean winning the Royal Rumble. If he does, I'll be surprised. But uh-huh. I definitely see him getting a title shot at Mania where they continue like have that final chapter of like, yo, I'm fed up of this shit. You you ruined everything. You ruined the moment with our boy. You're an asshole. Now I gotta whoop your ass and then for for Rollins' sake and then then it's like I'm tired of this. I'm a lunatic. You two, you call it calling me a lunatic. I'm a nutcase. Who out the bam? My wife is bad. I'm whoop your ass. <laughs> <laughs> While my wife commentates it. So yeah. that's how I kind of see it going. And then at the same time, like you could still put Finn Balor in that main event scene in between, like that moment of where you keep Dean and Steph from each other. Until Mania, like you could put the, you could still put Braun against uh, Seth, but at least that way 
I, it's believable if Seth Rollins wins, if that makes sense. And yeah. it's, like I said, you put Finn Balor in there. You can throw heel Bobby Lashley at him. You can throw Drew McIntyre in there as well, eventually. So, yeah. like, at least you have until, like, because what is this, October? So November, yeah. December. You have at least four people you could throw at Seth until Mania, at least. At least four people. And then you have Elimination Chamber in between. Like that pay-per-view. So like you you have your five, six man match to throw in a month before Mania at least. So you have time to figure things out. You never know like who may get called up. I feel like this may accelerate some a, a couple of call-ups. You may see Velveteen Dream yeah, pop like a- up. You may see like first, you gotta get the belt off Champa, so like Champa may get called up, and or maybe even Alistair Black, like after he sells things with Gargano and stuff like that. So like it may accelerate a one or two call ups. I don't see a lot of call ups, but it will accelerate a call up or two. I think it's going to be Velveteen though. I think so. That's how I see it playing out. That's the most logical way to play it out in my book. Mm. I, you know, it could happen because the way um, just Roman ended a lot. It did. It's like it revolved around Roman. A lot of things that I used to say. Like, WWE really did revolve around Roman. And, and they did. And, and, like, they didn't do, like, it, it's, it, it's like we could go back to, like, when WWE revolved around John Cena. But we still had people. It was a decent amount of people we knew who would be like, "Okay, if Cena ever ever got hurt, which he did, like he he'll have a like his random hiatus where he'll disappear for like two three months because of injury." We still uh-huh. had Randy Orton. We still had Rey Mysterio. We still had Batista. We still had Edge. We still had people who would be like, you could throw the belt on or. Even just be like, yo, these people can put uh, put people in seats, and they were all believable. Now it's just Seth Rollins, Dean Ambrose, and we're just talking about on Raw side of things. You you only have Seth Rollins, Dean Ambrose, and Braun Strowman. Yeah, because you haven't consistently built your talent up. They haven't done a good job building building your talent up in a way. Exactly. Exactly. So, you know, hopefully they find something to do. I, I, you know, I love for things to succeed. And for WWE's sake, this has to. It has to. Like, so... I just want, I just want to see Drew with the belt. I think him with the belt is money right now. I think that's money. You can get more fans from overseas. You can, because Ronald's had his reign, Dean had his reign. Uh, you got to have people push Dean. Uh, I just went, the only thing wrong with Brian Stroman, because I think Brian Stroman is money as well, but he has nobody who can beat him. Unless you have to, you have to hit him with a Brock. You have to build somebody up for a year just to beat Ron. 
Like you have to super build somebody. Somebody like Finn Balor. Somebody like. But Ron is, I can see Ron is beating um, Braun Strowman. So, you know, through um, what you call it means. What the heck is that? A throwing knife? Why did I get a throwing knife? Through, um, through you know, I'm a horse. I ain't gonna kill the horse. Through, um, I'm trying to say through like you know, architect means you know he means so he 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 got done moving around the ring, choking niggas, you know, hopping on his back things like that, having a good fight against him, you know, telling the good psychology. That's the thing that you know that's what's gonna make a broad match good if we can get psychology out of it. If we get good psychology out of it, when you can see, all right, this is a believable way. For uh, for um, for Rollins to beat Braun Strowman, I can I can see that you know we ain't gonna look at that pay per view and be like, man, that match is booty cheek. We gonna look at that pay per view and be like, man, that match is awesome. I think Rollins the perfect dude to do it. Um, Adam Cole is a, I know Adam Cole is a very small dude, but Adam Cole with the undisputed era. Jumping Braun Strowman can do it. Um, uh, who else that I personally can see? I see a lot of people. It is going to be a way they have to they have to build it up. It just can't be something off the flat. It has to be built up. It has to be story driven. If you're going to put the belt on Braun, which I think is going to happen, that belt is going on Braun, and there's nothing we can do about it. But, you know, through this time, why this belt is on LeBron, continual buildup. Like, people are going to have to be built up and strong. And, you know, who knows? Roman might come back and start leg dropping everybody. So it might not even last that long. <laughs> but, but in this situation right now, you got to you gotta build people up strong. You have to. But that's tough to do when you if you give Braun the belt because no, that's what I'm saying. Like you, you would give Braun the belt. You have Braun squashing it, so to an extent you'll have Braun. You're not depending on what he then. is. No, but you 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 set certain people aside. Like if you beat if you had him beat Seth Rollins, that's not gonna hurt Seth Rollins. It's not. It's not. And you have him if he's a face and you have him beat Dean, that's not gonna hurt Dean. You had him, how many times you can say this, you had him beat Bray Wyatt, but if he is, it's not going to hurt Bray Wyatt. Mm. Now, it's not going to hurt him because he, he, he's been good. He's been losing he's been pay-per-views. Good. That's the problem with Bray that, Wyatt. He loses too much. It is what it is. You know, for me, it is what it is. But... Hold on, I'm, I'm trying. Look, let me pause this real quick because we got real. Um, he can lose to Bray Wyatt. He can lose to Bray Wyatt because Bray Wyatt he has a gimmick that you can say, "Hey, Bray Wyatt, give him an instant title, right? He's good." Um, if you want to keep him around, though, Bray Wyatt, he, he got that cloud WWE. He getting that paper. Um, Kevin Owens is in the last time I seen Kevin Owens, he was in a wheelchair, so I don't see him come back. <laughs> so, he probably won't be back to Mania. Uh. <laughs> yeah, you thought. Yeah, um, and Baba Lashley. 
Stop questioning. Bobby Lashley is a is a thought and is a, 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 a actually a contender. So yes. I don't know, man. I don't know. He is though. You're not telling a lie. He he is, and they have to make up for it because they did not give the man his title shot against Brock Lesnar too. Yeah, that was stupid. To an extent, that was stupid. I don't know why they didn't give him a title yeah, shot. So they, they owe him a title shot plus a reign, maybe. Maybe. But, yeah, but let's move Ooh. on. Uh, let's briefly go over what happened for the women's first ever WWE all-women's pay-per-view. We didn't watch that shit. <laughs> but we, Not because women wrestling is boring, because we have work and we're trying to find a way to get this goddamn WWE Network thing going. Not because women wrestling is boring. Exactly. Definitely but not because of that. We did have a friend that did say it was pretty good. We honored that man's mm-hmm. wrestling opinion. We may eventually have yeah. him a guest on this podcast eventually. But um, we did have the, the tag team match to open it. The... Uh, Lita and Trish versus uh, Mickey James, and they end up becoming Alicia Fox because we do know that uh, what's her name? What's that girl name again? Um, can't think of the damn name. Um, Alexa Bliss. Alexa Bliss. There we go. She's injured and been injured, so of course she couldn't wrestle tonight. But uh, clearly Trish Stratus and Lita won in that match, and. Shout out to them. If Alexa Bliss was there. Yeah, exactly. Because, if Alexa know, Bliss was there, that wouldn't have happened. But um shout out to Lita and um Trish Stratus opening the match. Everybody said it was decent. And then I think it was the Battle Royal that was next. Let me just make sure I'm going I wanna make sure. Um yep, the uh the twenty women battle royal. Uh it seems like Tamina, <laughs> Nia Jax, and Amber Moon were the last three. Shout out to that Black Excellence, even though two are Samoan of some kind. But they're black. Shout out to Black Excellence uh, prospering during that battle royale. Uh, shout out to Nia Jax for winning. Collision course, it did lead to a title shot. And her and Ronda, we get Ronda versus Nia part two. Shall be an interesting match, I think. And I feel like it's a believable way to get the belt off Ronda for the time being because she's just too damn dominant. Um, then after that, we have a... The next match was the Mae Young Classic between Tony Storm and Io Shirai. I hope I said her so, name right. From what I hear about that match, it was really good. But the funny thing is, some people who... Uh, that Japanese woman you're talking about, uh, I don't know how to pronounce on that either. Um, a lot of people say that that was probably one of the worst matches they ever seen of her. Mm. So she's really, really good. She's mm. really, really good. So, uh, yeah, keep a, I, I would say keep an eye out on her. And definitely keep an eye out on her. I would definitely do that. Um, uh, the storm, Tony, Tony Storm, she's really good too. She's gonna, she's gonna be a star. Like she's gonna definitely be a star. Yeah, I've been hearing a lot about her. I'm a, 
she's I wouldn't be surprised she ends up in NXT before the year's out. I think she technically still in it. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I think they signed her, but it, that is it is what it is. Uh, oh, I don't want to hunt that bunny. And I killed the bunny. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh. Yeah. She. She's really, really good. Keep an eye on her. Uh. But yeah, some people said that match was a mid match. That uh. But it was a mid match, but it's great. What the? It was a mid match, but it's great because of um the two people in the ring. So. Start off slow things that nature. I'm only watching, but you gotta find this network situation out. Uh, yeah. Definitely. But yeah. Um. Then after that was the Riot Squad versus Sasha Banks and Natalia and Bailey. Of course, Sasha Banks team won. I'm pretty sure it was a decent match. Uh. Then after that, we have the NXT Women's match featuring Shayna. The man Baszler and Kyrie Sane. Uh, Shayna won. Yeah, Shayna won. Unfortunately, um, they just need to send. They just need. Yeah, they just need to send her to two hundred five live at this point. There's no point of Shayna Baszler. Like, could have kept it on Kyrie Sane, but uh, Bianca Belair collision course. Uh, I'm all for Black Excellence and Bianca Belair is that nigga. Um. Literally, literally, um, and then we had pretty much from what everybody saying was match of the night. The last women standing match, Charlotte versus Becky. Everybody saying this match was lit. I haven't. Se- I'm definitely looking forward to seeing this match. Honestly, Becky Lynch won. Shout out to Becky Lynch, uh, being the last yeah. woman standing in the first ever women's last woman standing match. You said what? The best women's women's here are coming in right now. Very much. Like, we have, like, literally, like, she told Edge, watch your neck. <laughs> she she, she, she yeah. told Don't take a wrong that day for me. Mm. Yep. And then, this is, this is my only problem with the pay-per-view. And I feel like everybody feels the same. I don't give a damn. If it's Ronda Rousey, Abella should not main event this pay per view, especially if you're going to have a last woman standing match, the first of its kind in WWE, by the way. And you have Ronda go against Abella. It'd be one thing was Ronda versus Alexa Bliss for the hundredth time, or even Nia Jax. Hell, even Sasha. Alexa, stop it. Thank you. But, <laughs> but, <laughs> just threw me off. But nobody yeah. wants to see a Nikki Bella, Brie Bella, I don't give a damn main event. The Bella. first woman WWE pay per view, even if it does contain Ronda Rousey, which yeah. everybody is saying is an eh match. Totally agree. Yeah, I understand about that, but it is not helping Ronda Rousey go to the wrestling and have her go against Nikki Bella. Put her against somebody that can go, that can carry out this match. Yep. But, yep, everybody's saying it was a decent pay-per-view, though, which is good to hear. I'm not yeah. surprised. Like, the card itself was solid. 
I think the main thing was how the matches were placed. And like I said, I'm not shocked that Ronda and Nikki main evented. I feel like they, they shouldn't have. have. They shouldn't yeah. have. That's the way to pick and crumble, though. Unfortunately, but overall, at least everybody's saying the pay-per-view was decent. And, yeah. like, I'm, that makes me happy. I'm satisfied with all the match results overall. Yep. So I'm I'm looking forward to seeing it eventually. Uh, we will give a little bit, we may, keyword, we may give a more detailed take oh, on the paper once we watch it. But um, overall, <laughs> overall, like, it's good to hear that was a success. It was a success. So. Yeah, it was a Uh, I guess. Yeah. But that's close. I'm gonna watch it. Yeah, but yeah, we're definitely gonna watch it. But let's close this out. We about day near two hours old, and I'm not about to do a lot of editing. But appreciate you guys listening. Episode six of Threes Running Ring podcast. Of course, mm-hmm. I'm probably gonna call this episode Bobby Lashley wants to wants us all to wear <laughs> Nike headbands or Shayna the man Baszler. One of the two. I'm not sure, but. Appreciate yeah, you guys for listening. Once again, F Cancer. Once again, yeah. don't ever forget Bobby Lashley wants you to wear Nike headbands. And hope you guys <laughs> have a good week and jo- hope you guys enjoyed the episode. We are working on a new anime podcast, so be on the lookout for that in the near future and a lot more content from No Chill Media. Nature, uh, anything you want to say? Uh, Bobby Lashley is my pure pure wrestler. That's it. Who was on crack? (laughs) But uh, appreciate you guys listening. Once again, follow the social media. Uh, No Chill Media. I mean, No Chill on the podcast on Facebook. Follow uh, new things with the uh, the brand. I'm working on a Twitter page as well. So in due time, follow me on Twitter at deep underscore Chris underscore J. Appreciate you guys listening and much love.